This is True News, the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so help us God. I'm Rick Wiles. Empty grocery store shelves have become a familiar sight in many American cities and towns. In 2022, modern Americans have never experienced food shortages. It's not happening only in the USA. Food shortages are appearing in many countries. The Biden administration wants people to believe that Vladimir Putin is responsible for the global food shortages. They also want to blame him for runaway inflation. Why are there so many shortages of food products in 2022? Even baby formulas and cat food are in short supply in many places. Is the Russia-Ukraine war really the cause of these sudden shortages or is there a more sinister force at work? Dr. Burkhart and I have some things to share with you for your consideration, as always. So, Doc, you've been here long enough. You know, um, you know the way I look at these things, and I look for patterns. Right. Um, when there are um, forces that want oil prices to go up, I've noticed over. Uh, There'll be a, re a refinery that catches yeah, on fire or not just, yeah. a tanker that sinks. Yes, you'll so. start seeing mysterious explosions at, at oil refineries and so forth. Pipelines blow up right. and things like that. So are we seeing a similar pattern at food processing plants? Well, that's, and, a, that's a great question <laughs> because uh, for uh, several weeks now, a couple months actually, all the various world leaders have been saying prepare for food shortages prepare for food shortages when there was no food shortage at the time mm -hmm. and so you're like going okay so did they get the script handed to them beforehand mm -hmm. and tell them this is what's next on the agenda you didn't uh, go along with the winter of death uh, scenario so now we have to have the summer of starvation right uh, but this time I think they're really trying to make this thing happen Rick. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, they've talked about supply chain issues and things like that, but you notice some stories, and we've looked into it uh, throughout the day today. Uh, you know, once again, we just connect the dots, and when we start seeing patterns and we start seeing the same story repeated over and over again, you have to kind of take a step back and say, okay, what's really going on here? Mm -hmm. So, you know, are, are, is this just a coincidence that numerous food process, processing plants? have caught on fire and or and is somebody burning down food processing plants so let's just take a look at some of the stories give you an idea of what we're talking about first one is cbs uh, news in san francisco bay area salinas fire massive fire engulfs salinas food processing plant neighborhoods evacuated right so this was just uh, about a week ago that this massive fire it was no small fire at all it was in fact you'll see several of these stories where warehouses catch on fire, food plants catch on fire, and they'll mention the story, and the smoke could be seen from space. Yes. They'll say that. And I thought, now that's a big fire, mm -hmm. if you can see it from outer space. Well, this was in the San Francisco Bay Area in Salinas, California, and uh, we have a report from uh, CBS San Francisco. They talk about this, so let's watch this and let's kind of uh, discern what's going on here. 
Just to our south, this is in Salinas, a huge fire at a food processing plant. This is for Taylor Farms. And right now there are concerns about a huge plume of ammonia coming from this area. And they have an evacuation in the immediate area as well as a shelter in place all the way out to Highway 68. Now emergency authorities are warning us that they could end up closing down parts of 101 in Salinas. Again, this is in Monterey County. Uh, this this food processing plant went up late last night and it's just grown. It looks like it is a total loss right now. We've seen several uh, roofs collapsing. This was in a cold storage processing plant where apparently a welding project sparked a fire in a wall and that eventually spread to the attic of this huge facility. You know, people or produce were inside the plant, which was actually closed for the season. It was set to reopen on Monday. So well, that thing is not going to reopen. No, it's not. There's going to be hundreds of people out of work, but more importantly, uh, a hub specifically for the San Francisco Bay Area was basically eliminated there. Uh, another chink, if you will, another uh, uh, broken link in the supply chain. Uh, if that was a standalone story, that would be a regional story. That mm -hmm. would be something of concern for a local area. But That's West Coast. Right. So what? let's... What's on the East Coast? All right, so this is uh, uh, several weeks earlier, and you're going to see a pattern with uh, all these stories here. So, And that's not Belfast, Ireland. No, it's Belfast, Maine. And uh, crews respond to fire at Belfast, Maine potato processing plant. Uh, I didn't know there was a lot of uh, flammable, flammable material at potato plants, but obviously there are. Uh, we have a story. This is from uh, News Center, Maine, MB the NBC affiliate up there. And they explain what happened in this particular fire. Firefighters have been busy in Belfast, where the Penobscot McCrum potato plant went up in flames at around 2 a.m. New Center Maine's Alex Haskell has been on the scene all morning, and he joins us now with an update. Alex, what can you tell us? Hey, Pat. So first responders have put out the fire for the most part. They are working on putting out a couple of hot spots at the moment. No word yet what started the fire, but the good news is no one was hurt. Penobscot McCrum has been on Belfast waterfront for decades. Belfast City Manager Aaron Herbig says the potato plant is an important source of jobs in the area, employing more than 100 people. Jobs likely now gone after an early morning fire broke out here, shooting thick smoke into the air. We were called to Belfast uh, sometime around 3.30, I think it was, uh, for a fire here at Penobscot McCrum. A shelter-in-place order for nearby residents was canceled mid-morning once fears of danger lessened, but still. Residents are encouraged uh, from gathering near the facility uh, just because of the concern regarding uh, ammonia and, and chemicals and things like that. So, again, I, I don't want to uh, alarm anyone, but this is just uh, steps that we need to take right now to make sure that we're keeping people safe. Herbig says many surrounding communities showed up to help fight the fire. Camden, Lincolnville, Morrill, Belmont, um, I'm sure I'm forgetting, uh, Liberty, I'm sure I'm forgetting someone, uh, but at times like these uh, in, in, in places in rural Maine, um, our communities band together to support each other. All right, Doc, from Maine, let's go north to Quebec. Yes. So uh, there's, uh, this is reported by CTV News, and you're going to start noticing a similarity in the patterns here. There, it's a massive plant, and the fire started when the plant was empty, generally, generally mm -hmm. empty usually late night, third shift, weekend, a holiday, something like that. Uh, 
they either attribute it to an accident, or somebody you know left welding equipment on, or there was an electrical issue, or it's unknown. And it's generally a complete loss. And so this is the uh, fire in Quebec. Uh, now, this particular plant provides, a, 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 it was a hub for the Montreal area. So it's not limited to just things happening here in the United States, but Canada is also experiencing some of these mysterious uh, fires that are popping up at food processing plants, meat packing plants, food distribution centers. And once again, the pattern is the fire starts when there's either a low number of employees or late at night when the place is empty, accident, and then a complete loss. Uh, if we can hold off on number seven, it actually goes down with another one below, Rick. Mm -hmm. And so, but let's go to Idaho. So, uh, Idaho, look at this one, Rick. A plane crashes into a potato and food processing plant, killing the pilot. Subsequently, they've had to shut down the plant for an undetermined amount of time because of the damage that's been done to the facility. Now, this is the exception that proves the rule. The plant didn't get completely destroyed, but in essence, it's useless right now because yeah. they can't process food there. Yeah. That one, I, that one, I can accept as a, 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 a legitimate uh, accident. All right, there's a plane that hit a plant. Right. Uh, that's not an explosion. It's not a mysterious fire in the middle of the night. But it added to the woes in the the American food uh, supply chain. So you, you, you've got another potato um, plant that's out of business. Uh, what's next? Well, here's the story. This is out of Arizona. Uh, a food pantry uh, with 50,000 pounds of food was destroyed after fire ripped through the Maricopa County food pantry. Now, this is actually sponsored by a local church there. This was a complete and total loss. Uh, and this is, it will take them probably about a year and a half to replace the, the loss of food that they had. And so this is going to impact people that, you know, are needing you know, that stopgap food, you know, get them between paychecks or whatever, mm -hmm. families that are in uh, transition. And so we're now seeing this. Now, we actually have a report from uh, CBS 5 Arizona that talks about this loss. Right now, a long road to recovery after a massive fire at a local food pantry that feeds more than 1,000 people every week. Uh, the flames there destroyed more than 50,000 pounds of food. David Caltabiano shows us the damage and also the mission to rebuild. The place went up in flames just 15 minutes after their food bank yesterday where they fed hundreds of people. The fire was so powerful and so hot that still today, 24 hours later, smoke is still coming up from the rubble. It had to have been 40, 50 foot in the air. The just pure black smoke. Uh, it engulfed the entire neighborhood. 40 to 50,000 pounds of food up in smoke with the president of Maricopa Pantry, Mike Connolly, helplessly watching it unfold. The heat we could feel down at, uh, down at the corner. Flames shooting into the sky dangerously close to Mountain View Community Church in Maricopa, where Mike and other volunteers attend and hold food banks for hungry families in need. What hurts the most is the, the impact on the community around us. I know that we a lot of people benefited around here. Um, you know, Maricopa and eastern or western Pinal County is a is a food desert. 
There's not a lot of not a lot of uh, food banks and stuff out here. Connolly says investigators still don't know what caused the massive fire, but he and the CEO believe the trailers filled with more than 100 gallons of diesel fuel for refrigerated food created an unforgiving fire. I'll tell you what, I'm pretty numb. Jim Schof is the CEO of the nonprofit. He and his wife started it more than 20 years ago. Now Jim's focused on the mission, rebuilding and replenishing food to feed the community. This looks bad, but we're not done. We're going to come out of the rubble. Mike and Jim say things and food can be replaced. All that matters is that there are no injuries and their church is still standing. He saved his house and it's up to us to continue his mission. So that's another story. And Rick, all these have happened in the past several weeks. Right. So it's not... So we're not like stretching it out from you know uh, two years ago or anything. These are all within several weeks. So here's Remember another. the church burnings uh, last yes, uh, 2020 all... when Black Lives Matter and and uh, a lot of the leftist radicals were saying they were going to burn down churches and, and then churches and then churches started fire? catching on fire. Well, now so. we have food processing plants catching on fire. Another example, heading back out to the East Coast again. This is also just within the past uh, couple weeks here. Uh, this is at a beef and pork plant in uh, East New Conway, New Hampshire. And so uh, this was a fire that lasted for 16 hours. And once again, total loss of the facility. Uh, another food hub, a meat, food, meat and processing uh, hub in this case. Um, one of the most dramatic ones that we've seen here recently is this fire at a Walmart distribution center uh, up in Ohio. Uh, this was another one of those where they could actually see the uh, smoke from the facility from outer space. Uh, that's how massive the so it was. This was a total loss for Walmart. This was a distribution center that uh, served primarily food products for Sam's Clubs over a three-state area. Wow. And so that means that Walmart now is having to shift its resources. That's creating uh, shortages there. If we can go back to a number seven, Newsweek reported uh, on this. Now, this is from back in February when we started to see these pattern of food plant fires start to really ramp up. And so uh, in this particular case, this was once again a uh, facility completely gutted by fire. Uh, there were seven people injured in this particular, uh, you know, uh, particular situation in the city of Hermiston. Um, and uh, KGW-8 uh, in uh, uh, Hermiston uh, talks about this and, uh, and talks about Shear Foods having to lay off staff uh, by a plant uh, destroyed by fire. And we actually have... So this the, is Oregon. Yeah, Hermiston, mm -hmm. Oregon. And uh, KGW-NBC-8 uh, has this report. Umatilla County fire crews have braved more than a day of sub-freezing temperatures, battling flames at the Shears Food Plant south of Hermiston. Shaking up about it. Corey Harris has been a warehouse worker at the plant for 16 years. We like a big family. And this loss has a big impact. Shears did a change a lot in people's in people's lives. Gave them jobs, gave them opportunities to grow. It's a big shock. Byron Smith is Hermiston city manager. The city is providing space for company leaders to connect with employees and try to figure out what's next. How critical is it to get this company to stay here? One in 30 jobs in the Hermiston zip code uh, is attributed to Shears Foods. From above, Tuesday, flames and smoke billowed into the air. And snapshots from Umatilla County crews showed the dangerous challenge they faced. 
they believe a boiler powered by natural gas exploded, igniting the fire and destroying the warehouse. At least six people went to the hospital and are now released. I'm so sorry that you and your coworkers are going through that. I know it's a really tumultuous and scary time. Like really getting teary-eyed because of what happened. It was just so sad seeing that happen. Fire has calmed down a lot. As flames subdue, the city now waits for the company's next move. We have a team on the ground out here to assess the damage, to see what, you know, what if any... Uh, of the plant can be salvaged. And as brave fire crews put out hotspots Wednesday, another photo showed soaked and charred packages of snack foods produced at the plant strewn on the ground. And workers dedicated to this job, like Corey Harris, wonder. Where do we turn? Where do we go? So once again, uh, that's just within the past couple weeks, another fire there. Uh, and it's not just limited to supply chain issues regarding people, Rick. Mm -hmm. Now it's an impact on pet food supplies, too. This is a story uh, from the Mid Meadville Tribune uh, in Pennsylvania. No injuries reported in Smucker pet food plant fire. And first of all, I, I didn't know today that Smuckers made uh, pet food. I only thought they made jams and jellies, but it turns out they make pet food. This particular plant makes, uh, I don't know if you've seen the Rachel Ray uh, food mm -hmm. line and everything. They, they made that. They also made dad's dog food there. And uh, some people, right. you know, okay. uh, buy that a lot. And so, uh, but this particular plant completely, once again, uh, burned to the ground. Accident. Uh, some pet food got stuck in a, in a pipe and it caused a fire. Uh, so not even pets are safe from all of this. And internationally, we are seeing reports like this. This is from the Taiwan News, uh, and uh, I see that it's got a different picture there. And so uh, it says, early morning fire occurs at South Taiwan Food Manufacturing That looks House. like the Walmart That's center. the Walmart picture. And so That doesn't uh, go with this. So, but uh, the fact of the matter is there, is a, uh, there was a major food plant that was a, uh, a uh, supplier for bread products, uh, in, uh, from mm -hmm. in the city of Taiwan, the, the major bread supplier, one of their distribution mm -hmm. warehouses, caught fire, burned to the ground, caused the fire unknown once again. And so we could actually spend the entire hour today yes. talking about all the fires at food processing and meat packing plants since the first of the year. I've just limited it to the uh, past several weeks or so just to give you a glimpse they really only started talking about these uh, food shortages and food supply problems back in March. And now you're seeing all these different food processing plants, meat packing plants, and so many others. And I bet uh, if uh, our, we've got some sharp-eyed and sharp-eared uh, viewers and listeners out there, I bet if you start looking around, you'll find a whole lot more. Absolutely. So uh, it's either uh, just... A string of bad luck for food processing plants. Right. You know, stuff happens, or somebody's burning them down. Which one is it? What? I lean towards somebody's burning them down. I mean, it's just so, it's the same pattern. That's what gets me. A massive mm -hmm. facility, uh, accident occurs. Late at night. Late at night or limited time period, low employees. And it, not, a, not a small fire. It right. burns the whole place. Down. Right. I mean, burns it to the ground where you're seeing the fire from outer space. I mean, mm -hmm. that's a big fire. And uh, I think you're going to see more of these. So the question does remain, as you asked, what is going on here? 
is so is there a plan to disrupt the food supply by burning down food processing plants? I know it sounds radical, it sounds crazy, but no, look does, at the pattern though. No, it doesn't sound it doesn't sound radical and it doesn't sound crazy. It sounds like the uh, method that the uh, globalists have used for decades to disrupt the world. They have to have chaos. They, they, they have to have ways to control the population. And um, it was uh, Catherine Bertini, I think Bertini, I mentioned yesterday on mm -hmm. program from the United Nations in the early 2000s, I think her name was Bertini, uh, is the one who said food is power. We use it to change behavior. And that's precisely what the globalists are doing. Um, I mean, Fauci has admitted that the lockdowns and the mandates were meant to punish people, to force them to accept the, the uh, gene therapy right. injections, um, change behavior. Not, not to uh, fix you, not no, to, to change health, your behavior. To change your behavior. That's right. So they're upset. The globalists are upset. People resisted their takeover with COVID. It didn't work. It worked for about half of the society. The other half resisted and ignored them. Um, so now they're going to take it to another level. They're going to try to starve you out. What explains the sudden, dis the sudden um, shortage of, of baby formula? Uh, 